Welcome to Grace in Full. My name is Nick, and this is episode 20. It's been so fun making these shows, and as a small mile marker, I want to cover a little bit of everything in this episode. And as backwards as I can be, I'm going to start the 20th episode of Grace in Full with this question I ask myself before writing each episode. What do I want people to get from the show? Well, I guess I want people to question their views and opinions on what Christianity is. I don't really want to convince someone that this is the only truth or that there is only one God or way to heaven. I mean, of course, I believe that, but that's not my point of doing this podcast. Every religion offers rewards for being devout followers. However, there is a catch. Except for Christianity, all religions require obedience and observance of all rules, regulations, and rituals in order to receive the great reward or paradise after death. Christianity is a real relationship with the God of the universe who knows you on a deep and personal level, and he wants you to know him in a deep and personal way. So what makes being a follower of Christ, a born-again Christian, different than any other religion? Oh, that's including Christianity itself. Well, to put it this way, subscribing to any religion of your choice is like taking a trip to see the Wizard of Oz. Dorothy is in need to get back home and begins following the Yellowbick Road and enlists some friends to join her. Each one is also seeking something missing in their life, and they endure many obstacles and trials, all in the name of the wizard, who will grant them whatever it is they seek. Where does this wizard live? A majestic city that is shining and beautiful. How wonderful that all sounds. An admiral journey to seek out something of real value that will complete them. But there's just one problem. It doesn't even cross their minds... How can they be sure the wizard will help them? Besides, they're just going off the word of others who probably have never seen or been helped by this great wizard. Well, we all know in the end, turns out the stories were greatly over-exaggerated and the wizard was nothing more than a facade for a simple man hiding behind the curtain. Look at all the work it took to get there. Look at how Dorothy and her friends followed the correct path the entire way, only to be disappointed by what they found in the end. Of course, the movie ends with the travelers receiving the gifts as promised, but in a better way than they imagined. So what's the moral? Well, all religions promise great reward for your work and effort and obedience, but you aren't guaranteed anything. In fact, you have no idea if this is even true. You are merely hoping that your efforts are good enough. Look at Buddhists, for example. They can only achieve their eternal paradise known as nirvana if they accumulate enough good karma. But there's no specific amount given or score tally system. You just try your hardest and hope you make it. 
or at best, that you can get credit for trying and being sincere. But there's really no security. Well, once the veil is removed and you meet the real wizard, you find out that there is nothing there that you expected. And it's nothing like what you were told. And yet you receive something much better than what you imagined. Now, why do I include Christianity? Because that promises heaven and forgiveness of sins if you're a good Christian. Being a Christ follower, a born-again Christian, saved by grace, unconditional of your efforts and attempts, is not a list of rules to follow. It is not a reward system for how good you have been or for walking on the correct path. Being saved is getting to know the man behind the curtain. And that's when you find out he offers something so much better than you ever expected It's relationship with the Father that loves and knows you. And we can speak with Him and we can hear Him. He offers so much love that is overwhelming, not just because it's so undeserved, but because it's pure. It's unlike any love found in a spouse, a parent, friend, or family. Being in this relationship offers people second chances in life. It offers hope to those surrounded in darkness. It gives something to live for and a secure assurance of life after death in heaven. It is not just a reward system based on your efforts. In fact, your efforts are the exact opposite of what God wants from you. He doesn't want you to try and earn anything. He gives it freely. Now, if I was to ask you what it looks like to be a Christian, what would your response be? Many people would say typical answers, going to church, reading the Bible, and praying. Others more cynical would point out the hypocrisy, judging, and arrogant attitudes that is often seen. And the rest of the world really sometimes sees us as the annoying person that acts superior while constantly reminding everyone around them about their religion. I pause right there. I do want to say now, there's nothing wrong with spreading the good news of the gospel. I'm so for that. However, when it comes to relationships with coworkers and friends, and even family, and especially other Christians, I don't want to shove my religious activity down their throats. I don't want to convince them, try to persuade them of the truth. I want to show them that this is better. I want them to to see how being a Christian is different from following any other religion. And it's a better opportunity. It's, it's, It's more than just the way. Of course, it is the way. Some people don't see it that way. I want to tell you as a follower of Christ that life gets messy. What it really looks like is a feeble attempt to be a good steward while constantly 
failing. We are not fine and we're not hunky-dory. Life is hard already for every person on this planet. And Christians are no different. We're not an exception. We don't have it all together. And some of us learn to accept this reality and that's when we begin removing our Christianity mask. There are times that I feel like I failed too much to be loved. When I fail my wife, I question why in the world she still loves me. What has come over her to extend to me the grace and forgiveness that she shows? My relationship with God is just the same. I question why God pours his love and grace and mercy on me day after day. The only answer? Because he's good. God is good and we are loved. The song by Travis Green has been on repeat for me this week, Good and Loved. As I remind myself that religion cannot match the love of a good father, other religious deities are worshipped and adored, but they give nothing back to their followers. It has been this way since ancient times. The followers of the idol god Baal were challenged by Elijah to see whose god was more powerful. The Baal worshippers prayed for fire to come down and burn the altar prepared for him. Nothing happened. And yet, when Elijah prayed, the fire came from heaven and it engulfed the altar that he had made. Sure, I want you to know and believe The God of the Bible is the real and only true God. But more than that, I want you to see how much better of a God he is than what else is offered out there. He is good and you are loved. When you're discouraged and run down, there is rest for the weary. There is joy that is unexplainable. In the darkest of days, we can find joy in the goodness of God, the promises of God, and the love that he has for us, and the joy he has over us. He carries all of our disappointments and burdens that weigh on our backs. Even in this pandemic and the stress of keeping life as normal as it can be, or the fear of the upcoming election, we have nothing to fear. God is always in control. I feel as though I've had a good run of episodes as a teaser for what this podcast is all about. And as I bring this season of Grace and Fool to a close, I want to inform you of some really great things to come in season two. First, I have planned for a special guest who is an author and speaker who's going to speak with us about the relational love of God and how Christians struggle to rest in this love. If you are struggling 
to please God and you feel like you are trying to compete with others on your religious activity, you won't want to miss this. I promise you. Second, we've got a new series that's going to be starting in season two. I want to focus on this messy Christian life because like I said, I'm not here to convince and persuade that God is the only true God because some people just don't see it that way. And because that's everywhere. If you want proof of God's existence, that's everywhere. I mean, just look outside. Haha. <laughs> no, but seriously, I I really I'm going to do a series that focuses on the reality of living the Christian life and being fully embraced by this wonderful love and how it changes us but how it can look messy to everyone else well thank you for listening and make sure to follow and share this podcast with others season two is coming soon as great things are coming, I'm really excited for it. So share it with others. Follow so that you know when we start getting uh, more episodes coming up. Thank you for being with me in season one of Grace and Full. And I hope that you will come back for season two and bring more people with you. All right. Well, I'm Nick. Be sure to find me on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Grace in Full Podcast. And you can stream on any favorite podcast streaming app or platform. Just want to give a great big thank you to everyone that was involved in this show. From Patrick Lewis and A Guy in His Bible Podcast, Michaela Deegan from Coffee, Jeans, and Jesus. We had Jeff Parsons from Mission Amarillo, the Teshua Tea Company for being a part of this show. Also, um, Jesus Wannabes. That was a really fun episode. I want to give a thanks to, uh, I've never really mentioned him, but the guy that got me really started with Grace in Full. Johnny McMahon of The Iron Show from the Fringe Radio Network. Lots of people that have been very helpful and inspiring in this time. Michael Basham from Spirit Wars. Lots of great podcasts that I've uh, listened to and people that have uh, helped me along the way. So thank you for helping me get started and getting the season one. And really excited for pushing out season two with all new great content from Grace and Full. That is all. <laughs>